the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Christ is in our midst. He is Today, in all the churches across the world who have remained on the original church calendar, they are eulogizing our Holy Lady, the Mother of God, the Bogaritsa. We understand that the Holy Theotokos, as the Mother of God, the one who embraced the young Christ, nursed him, nurtured him with love and with instruction, guided him, protected him, tended to him. She is the first. She is this example of what it means to be a Christian. She is his perfect disciple. She is the one who never questioned him. She is the one who never left his side. She is the one who understands and waits for him. Our Holy Lady, she is this unburnt bush, this vessel which contained God. So for us, our devotion should be twofold. It should be a devotion, first and foremost, out of our love for our Lord Jesus Christ. Recognizing that the flesh that hung on the cross, that flesh came from the Holy Mother of God. Recognizing that the one whom he loved and who he listened to, him who gave us the law to obey and to honor our mothers and fathers, he who obeyed this commandment perfectly. If he honored his mother, how much more so should we? But we also honor her because she is our mother as well. She is the first Christian. She is the one who says to us, do not fear death. She is the one who says to us, I am the one who bore life inside me and I was not consumed. There is a reality that many of us have faced when we came into the church. We began to recognize that perhaps God was asking us something that we could not give, or so we thought. We looked at our relationships. Perhaps we looked at our jobs. Perhaps we looked at habits or ways of thinking. And we said, if I give this to you, what will be left of me? I'm scared. I don't want to give you everything. And so for many of us, we spent years, months, God willing days in a crisis, not understanding, not knowing how to go any further to be a disciple of Christ, to be his body. And so for those of you who are still struggling in this crisis, you don't know how to give yourself completely to God. It's too painful. You're too scared. You think that God will leave nothing left of you. I offer unto you the mother of God. She is the one who bore God in herself. In her womb, but most importantly for all of us, in her heart. The icon of the softener of evil hearts. This icon shows us something. Shows us a mother, the greatest mother of all. The one who was aware of the sacrifice that her son would make 
And unlike mothers who have also lost sons, she alone had a son that was completely innocent, completely without blame or fault. And so for her, she above all mothers understands injustice. And so we look to her and we say, I can trust you, Lord, in the face of this injustice. We look to her and say, I can take you inside of me, Lord, because she did it first. Recognizing that her body, which was taken up and assumed, this is a pledge for us. In the Old Testament, when, you, when a person was brought to proximity to something unclean, they were made unclean themselves. But now in the New Covenant, things are brought close to holy things, and they're made holy. If you have holy water, and you have only a little bit left, you pour holy water in that vessel, and that water becomes holy. The mother of God, because of her proximity to Christ, bearing him not just in her womb, but in her heart. <clears throat> she is this fruit of deification. And so, as I said earlier, if you are scared and you think that there's nothing left of you, ask for her prayers. Not only will she show you, but she'll be with you in the death of your ego, in the death of your sin, in the death of all these things. And she'll assure you that there will be something left of you. What will be left of you is the true you, the one that her son had deigned from all eternity to be with. She'll assure you that the work, the purification that her son is bringing you through, although it is painful, it is out of love. She'll assure you that any words that you have, none of them could be greater than the silence that you need to have before her son. And so now she gives us one last example. And so this eulogy completes in this way. She is silent before us on this bed. She says to us, as I was silent in the scriptures, and as I am silent in my repose, so you be silent. And in your silence, you will hear my son's voice and you will feel his presence. The prayers of our Holy Lady, the Mother of God, the Holy Theotokos, Lord Jesus Christ our God, have mercy on us. Amen.